What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Recorded live. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to this day's morning manna. I am Apostle Rose White, your host. And on behalf, hallelujah, of our Bishop, Bishop Abrams, and the Kingdom of God Fellowship Church family, we do want to wish um, everyone a wonderful Friday, and thank you for joining us here this morning for another time of study of God's Word. We do ask that if we have any new first-time callers, um, please go ahead, uh, mute your phone lines, and you can do that by pressing star six or the mute button on your phone's keypad. This will help to prevent any background noise that you may have uh, while allowing you to still be able to hear everything that is going on but prevent any type of background interference. Um, even I mute my phone when I'm not speaking. So whenever there's a reader or someone that's praying, even I will mute my own phone line. So the Bible teaches us that obedience is better than sacrifice. Hallelujah. Please know that in this time of study, again, we do come. We do study the Word of God, yes, 6 o'clock a.m. Uh, for those that are in California, it's 3 o'clock a.m. for them. God bless your heart. And for those that are around the country, we know that there are different times that everyone is calling in on. But we ask that you come with your Bible, come with your pad, your pen, ready to write, because we never know what the Holy Spirit wants to say to us, not just corporately because we're coming together corporately as a group, but also the Lord will speak to us personally uh, through the Word of God and even in times of prayer or through a prophetic word. God just ministers in different ways, however he deems necessary. So we just want to be ready and available for however that he moves. So with that said, this morning we are going to have our word of the day that's going to be coming from Sister Banks. Our scripture um, and prayer is going to be coming from Minister Carla, and our reading will be coming directly from chapters 13 and 14 of the book of Psalms. And so at this time we are going to call forth now Sister Banks to give us our word for the day, and right after her, will be the, the next voice you'll hear will be that of Minister Carla. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Our word for today is Faithful Friday. May God bless and keep you all as you go about your day on this Faithful Friday. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. 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 Um, I'm reading from Psalm 13, and it says, How long, O Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long shall I take counsel in my soul, having sorrow in my heart daily? How long will my enemy be exalted over me? 
Consider and hear me, O Lord my God. Enlighten my eyes, lest I sleep the sleep of death. Lest my enemies say I have prevailed against him. Lest those who trouble me rejoice when I am moved. But I have trusted in your mercy. My heart shall rejoice in your salvation. I will sing to the Lord because he has dealt bountifully with me. Psalms 14. It says, The fool has said in his heart, There is no God. They are corrupt. They have done abominable works. There is none who does good. The Lord looks down from heaven upon the children of men to see if there are any who understand, who seek God. They have all turned aside. They have together become corrupt. There is none who does good. No, not one. Have all the workers of iniquity no knowledge, who eat up my people as they eat bread and do not call on the Lord. There they are in great fear, for God is with the generation of the righteous. You shame the counsel of the poor, but the Lord is his refuge. Oh, that the salvation of Israel will come out of Zion when the Lord brings back the captivity of his people. Let Jacob rejoice and Israel be glad. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, uh, Minister Carla, for reading for us on today. And we're just so grateful to hear your voice again on this morning. To God be the glory. And thank you, Sister Banks, for today's word for today, uh, which is Faithful Friday. And it's amazing how these two chapters uh, tie in together with that great word of, of being Faithful Friday because God is faithful. Amen. And so as we look at it, we start out um, in chapter 13. This, these two chapters really touched my heart on today because I really saw a lot of what is being said here even um, today in our own personal observations. You know, in verses 1 and 2 um, of chapter 13, there were four times that we hear David literally ask God, how long? I mean, he said, how long? He said, how long will you forget me, O Lord? Forever? How long will thou hide the face for me? Number three, how long shall I take counsel in my soul, having sorrow in my heart daily? Number four, how long shall my enemy be exalted over me? You see, uh, God expected coming uh, was delayed. David was struggling. You know, you have to sometimes wonder, um, uh, because we see so many things that go on in our personal lives and in other people's lives and loved ones, family members' lives, you know, but there may have been times that you have been in some tight places, you know, needing some help or needing some answers right away. And it just seemed like when you thought that you would receive what you needed, it was, it, it was just no help. It just didn't come. At least not at the time that, that you and I was expecting it to come. And there are going to be times in life that, yes, this, this is definitely going to happen. For those that may be new, um, you know, in Christ, you may not actually uh, experience this as of yet, but keep living because there will be times when things happen 
and we're not always going to get the expected answer right when we think that we're going to get it. But know that just because an answer is delayed does not mean that God has denied your request. Delay does not mean denial. And so this particular chapter is teaching us how David, who was the great Saul, he was a man that we read uh, was after God's own heart. It shows us how he was able to cope with God's delay and how we can apply the same principles in our personal lives on today. You see, because we're, we're dealing with issues. We're dealing with problems. But it's not, and some of you may have heard me say this from time to time, it's not what we go through that defines us, but it's how we go through it. See, that's, that's the big difference. Not what, but how. So verse 1, you know, it seems as if difficulties of faith that uh, had actually slipped God's mind because he said, David said, forever, you know, forever. How long will you forget me? Forever? This forever is, is referring to time. See, God's face was hidden. You know, the, the scripture says, you know, David here was, was left feeling like he had been abandoned. He was feeling alone. And in all of our lives, at some place or in some time, we, we sometimes we feel, you know, like we've been left alone, like we've been abandoned. And so in verse 3, David literally pleads that God would again look at him. I don't know about you, but it can be emotionally draining to be left alone, and especially when you're facing trouble on every side, because trouble can weigh us down. And so here we see pure openness and honesty here in verse 2 to how David was actually feeling. He wasn't some, you know, super spiritual giant that man tries to make themselves out to be like, ooh, I'm saved and I'm blessed, I'm highly favored, and, you know, the blessings of the Lord is upon me. No, there comes a time when some trouble comes, and it is what it is. And so here he's being open about it. He spoke about the sorrow that he was feeling in his heart. And even in, in verse 3, David prayed for light to his eyes. A lot of that was talked about in Job chapter 17. We see that same, same thing. So the dim eyes uh, spoke of physical and emotional weakness. When trouble comes, it will make you weak, emotionally weak. And sometimes it will take a toll on your physical being as well. And so when you, uh, when that eye, when we can see the light of God's face, guess what? It makes our own eyes brighter. When we can see a little breaking of day, a little light at the end of the tunnel, it causes our vision to change. Mm-hmm. You ever face things that cause you to not be able to, you know, go to sleep? I mean, there are sometimes you get in that bed and you just toss and turn, just wondering, Lord, what do I do? This is actually what David was going through. See, during the day, he was, he was low in spirit because he, he couldn't see any solutions that was being successful. 
And trust me when I tell you that when you feel abandoned uh, by God, and I've been there, you know, some people ain't been there, but I've been there. seems like God had just completely left the scene. You know, hear that old saying, Elvis has left the building? Well, I'm telling you, I felt like at times God had completely forsaken me. And it's a terrible loneliness. There is nothing on this side of, of heaven that, you know, can compare to that kind of feeling like you're in despair. I can write a book about that. See, it brings major emotional turmoil. The doctor can't write you enough pencil. It ain't enough Xanax. You can't take enough Valium. You can't take any kind of antidepressant that will help to take away that kind of feeling. And it's even harder when you're dealing with issues and the enemy is sitting around like we see in verse 4, you know, watching, making fun of you in the midst of what you're going through. And I believe that David, like any other good leader, he wasn't just concerned for himself, but he was was concerned about his people. He was concerned about society. See, King David and those who are leaders over churches, ministries, organizations, if you're over any type of entity, trust me, you are responsible for the preservation of justice, making sure that things are handled fairly and rightly. But praise God that this chapter don't just end with how long. But David here breaks out in a way like only he can, <laughs> the great psalmist. The one that danced out in the streets and he just danced right out of his clothes. You know, he closes out with a butt word. This butt word is a word of confidence. He breaking out in a shoulder shout. Y'all have seen the video on uh, on Facebook about the woman that said, you know, talk about her blessings, you know, blessings is on the way. And talk about her being one of the praise breakers. Well, I'm telling you about David Wall. He was the, 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 the introduction of what the praise break really is. See, verse mm-hmm. 5 begins with, but I. He breaks out with a, in spite of, I will trust the Lord. Mm-hmm. And so he's reaffirming his confidence in God's help in a major, massive, bold way. It's time for us to get bold. We've got to stand firm in our trust in the Lord, no matter what the situation looks like. we got to know that God is able and he will deliver. Verse 6 says, which closes this chapter, uh, with David acknowledging that the Lord is good. <laughs> you know, we used to say that old saying, God is good, and everybody would turn around and say all the time, Somebody turn around and said, all the time we say God is good. Mm-hmm. Here, you and I have seen God do great things before us, and so we can trust the Lord because we've seen him work time and time again. So just because trouble comes, don't give us a reason to doubt now. He's already done enough in the past to give us confidence to know that he's able to handle this as well. So are the blessings that come our way are specific acts of kindness or we're receiving a spirit of generosity? It all results in us seeing the demonstration of the 
towards us, that unconditional love towards us. Mm-hmm. This chapter literally takes us from, you know, the verses 1 and 2 uh, uh, to, to we trust and, and have joy from a place of sorrow to a place of praise. Thank the Lord in knowing mm-hmm. that God is our anchor. We can rest in knowing that our anchor holds. Even as I read this, the song kept coming up in my spirit, you know, with my anchor holds. Know that no matter how bad the storm rages in your life, God can and he will calm that raging sea and he's going to speak peace, be still. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. And then as we looked at it and begin to, you know, take time to study here of the 14th chapter, my soul began to rejoice, you know, because we just came out of a great study uh, in January dealing with Proverbs, and Proverbs, it ain't no joke, it's heavy, you know. And this chapter here shows us stupid people. (laughs) I'm just going to keep it real. It shows us stupid people. See, Proverbs taught that, you know, fools are silly, you ever been in a class where some people are considered the class clown? They just do some stupid stuff, just write out crazy stuff. And so that's what a, a fool uh, is, a person, a class clown that is hopelessly stupid. The Bible teaches that a, a fool is literally deficient. They have chosen to live without direction or any acknowledgement of God. David had to deal with folks like this, and there was one particular man, uh, you know, that he dealt with that was called the fool, and that was Nabal. And when the opportunity came for Nabal to actually repay David and his men for the protection that they, you know, had been provided, that he had provi- had been provided for by David, he, I mean, his flocks, you know, everything had been taken care of, and here it was, Nabal, a right-out fool, he refused. He refused the generosity. He violated the customs of the day. This man was nasty. He was he had an obnoxious attitude, right-out rude. I say that so many times. You know, sometimes I see crazy stuff going on, and I, I quickly say, you know, that's just that's just totally rude. And that's what I saw here. A foolish man is just rude. A person who will outright say, and we see in verse 1, there is no God, is no doubt, as verse 1 states, a fool. This is a man or a woman who has deliberately and purposefully have chosen to, not, to deny God any place in his or her life. And so God has revealed himself in his word, but mm-hmm. in verse 2 we, we, we actually see where they refuse to seek God. Verse 4, they're, they're refusing to even communicate with him. So rather than submit to God's authority, what does the fool do? You know, he com- completely and continually uh, work evil, having evil actions. They're corrupt. They actually demonstrate right out defiance. When 
when folks act indignant towards God, the word of God, the people of God, we like David, let's just keep it real, we become vexed. It bothers us. As we look at even down at verse 4, you know, this is, this is actually speaking about, you know, an oppression, an economic type of oppression. As we look down in verse 6, we see that there were many times and many days where there's just right out humiliation. You know, it says they're gone aside. They're all together become filthy. There's none that does good. No, not one. Have all the workers of iniquity no knowledge. You shame the counsel of the poor. You see. Uh, here, David is just really keeping it real. And to add the ice into the cake or fuel to the fire, the fool has no remorse for his or her actions or their destructive behavior because they are destructive. They are defiant to the very end, having no regard for you, for me, or for God. Verses 4 through 6, it contains God's answer to the fool. I mean, there is an actual question that literally points out their foolishness. It says in verse 4, of all the workers of iniquity, no knowledge, who eat up my people as they eat bread and call not upon the Lord. In other words, what evildoers ever learn? <laughs> they, they fail to see the consequences of disregarding God. Verse 5 tells us that God will come. Oh, and when he comes, I'm telling you, that fool is going to be overwhelmed with complete dread, total dread. Verse 6 shows us, you know, uh, these ridiculous, and that's what I call them, it's, it's ridiculous people, they are going to be more afraid, they are going to be terrified when God shows up, the creator, in whom they denied, when he comes to defend the very one in whom they were friends. This morning, as I was reading this, what actually came to mind, don't laugh, you know, because, again, I do occasionally like to watch good movies, and in the past, you know, there, I, I, I would watch all kinds of movies because there's a message in everything that I watch when I do get a chance to sit down and really watch TV. And even though they have all these horror movies out, and most of the time I may have my hands up to my face, but we all have heard or have seen the movie Halloween or uh, Nightmare on Elm Street with Jason and Fred. Kruger, and I thought about, you know, the foolish man, you know, how in those particular movies, folks, you know, they just jump out at you, and folks is terrified, because they know that they're going to be destroyed, see, we get totally, we're jumping out, at, you know, from the stuff coming out at the screen, well, that's how the fool is going to be a million times over, horrified. Because they don't recognize, neither do will they understand that they are coming up against not only a God of love, but he's also a God of wrath. So in closing, this particular psalm ends in verse 7 with a longing for God's return to restore the fortunes of the oppressed. Unmasking and exposing the fools for who they are. And I'm telling you right now, the time is coming. God has already begun to do the work of bringing about exposure. 
You know, people that have been doing a lot of undercover stuff, that stuff is being unmasked today. Stuff is being brought out today. And right now, the warning is going forth. The God whom the fool has denied will come, and he will bring his judgment with him. God ain't no joke. He don't play. He let stuff happen for a while. But after a while, that stuff comes to an end. You and I and all God's people who have put our trust in the Lord, there's going to come that time when we're going to be comforted, when the wicked are going to cease from troubling. And God is going to restore the fortunes of his people. Today, as we close, those who are suffering now are going to be rejoicing later. Hallelujah. And we're going to be able to have a shoulder praise break. My blessing is on the way. Crying out, all oh, that salvation for Israel will come out of dying. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God today for the reading of his word. Thank God that we can sing knowing that he has dealt bountifully with us on today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Our trust is in the Lord today. We rejoice today in his salvation. Our God is an awesome God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. To God be the glory. What a blessing. What a blessing to be able to come and to hear the word of God on this faithful Friday when we can see the faithfulness of God towards us, towards those of old, and towards those of us that are here in the now. He just keeps on doing great things. I'm going to call for now at this time, as we do want to be able to have a few moments of prayer, um, because we know that there are many people that are being oppressed on every side, people that are going through, people that are dealing with things. And there may be, um, you know, issues that you are going through or facing that you want us to be able to stand in agreement with you um, on where we can see God work on your behalf. And so if you have any prayer requests, we do want you to prepare to bring those prayer requests now. Uh, we're going to ask for Minister Carla if she would uh, would come for us this morning, take those prayer requests, um, you know, and then take them to the Lord in prayer. So we're going to call for Minister Carla now at this time. Amen. Amen. Good morning. Good morning. Um, I'm Minister Carla, and I'll be taking your prayer request this morning. Is there anyone who has any prayer requests this morning? Yes, Sister Carla. This, this is Sister Baker. Good morning. Uh, I would good like morning. to good morning. Uh, put my boys on there, uh, Tony and Tim, uh, Kenny and uh, Leon. Pray that God will give them direction and God just, just minister to the needs that they have. There are some pressing things in the two older boys' lives that we really need God to intervene in. So put my family on there, please, this morning. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Amen. 
Minister Carla, I have um, a prayer request as well. If you would lift up um, my son, uh, Ronald uh, Jr., Ronald Clark Jr., um, praying for him uh, with work and with life uh, employment. And uh, also, if you would lift up all of those that um, are incarcerated, those that are just coming out of incarceration, that they will continue to make right decisions and that God will open up um, doors on their behalf. Um, and I also want to lift up this morning, if you would pray for all um, those that are in leadership, but they are facing some um, major crisis. Uh, they're in ministry, but they are dealing with crisis, and they need to get answers. So just want to pray for their strength that they don't weary um, in well-doing that they will continue to trust in the Lord, praying for all um, of those that are on the line this morning and praying for you as well, Minister Carmen. Thank you so much for praying for us. Amen. 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 Are there any more? Um, I'm sorry. Amen. If you Amen. Would, I, uh, can you also lift up Brother Thomas, I'm sorry, um, who's going to be traveling today? Um, just for faith, travel, and mercy. Thank you so much. Uh, I got my cousin is supposed to be buried today. Will you pray for the family and friend and my and my kids too? Um, and amen. May I have your name? Oh, Joanne Watkins. Okay. Amen. Are there are there any more? Amen. If all hearts and minds are clear, Amen. Amen. Let us pray. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, we come before you this morning, Lord God. We come before you thanking you, Lord God, for your grace and mercy. We come before you thanking you for your love and kindness is on this morning. Father God, we just thank you, Father, for being God all by yourself, Father God. Father, we just thank you this morning, Lord God, for being able to give you the first fruit of our morning, Father God. Father, we thank you for this fellowship this morning, Father God. Father, we thank you for waking us up, clothing our right mind. We thank you for starting us on our way, Father. We exalt you this morning, God. Father, for we are nothing without you. We cannot do nothing by our own strength, God. We exalt you this morning, God, and we thank you, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I come before you, Lord God, asking you to forgive us. Forgive us of our sins. Forgive us of our sins of omission, our sins of commission. Forgive us of our transgressions, Father. Forgive us of our iniquities on this morning, Father God. Father God, I just come, Lord God, by barding heaven this morning on behalf of our sisters and brothers, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, you said we have not because we ask not, Father. So this morning, Father God, we come before you lifting up, Father God, Sister Elizabeth Bryan, Father, we ask that you touch her heart, touch her mind, Father God. We plead the blood over her from the crown of her head to the soles of her feet. Father God, you said, Jesus, you said, by your stripes we are healed. Father God, we command the spirit of infirmity to leave her this morning, Father God. And we plead your blood over her from the crown of her head to the soles of her feet. We declare and decree healing on her behalf this morning. Lord, Father God, we lift up. 
Sister Lynetta Armstrong this morning. Father, we pray for her strength, God. We pray for her strength, Father God. We pray that you give her strength, Lord God, to not be weary and well-doing, Father God. Father, we ask that you bind your mind to her mind, bind your heart to her heart, and bind your her feet, Father God, to the will and destiny that you laid out for her, the one that you prepared for her in this time and this season, Father God. Father, we lift up the Baker family. We lift up Tony. We lift up Tim. We lift up Kenny. We lift up Leon, Father God. We pray for direction, Father God. We pray for clarity on their lives, Father God. Father, we ask that you remove the scales from their eyes, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we ask that you touch their ears, Father God, so they can hear you. Touch their hearts, Father God, so they can hear you clearly, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I ask that you send salvation as a rushing flood this morning, Father God. Continue to prick their hearts, Father God, because you said in your words that you have the hearts of the king in your hands, and you will turn them whichever way you want, Lord God. We ask that you give them a heart for you on this morning, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray for the family unit, Father. I pray that you would just continuously to strengthen them, Lord God, like never before. Continue to bind them together with the cords of love, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we just thank you right now because you are our shepherd this morning in the mighty name of Jesus, and we shall not want God. We declare and decree on this morning. Father God, we lift up Ronald Clark Jr. this morning. Father, Father, we ask that you, Father, send him, Lord God, to the place of employment, God. Give him this strategic plans. Give him visions. Give him dreams, Father God. Send that person, Lord God, that you ordained for this appointed time and season in his life, Father God. We ask that you send him to that job, Lord God, that you prepared for him, God. The one that you prepared, that you know, you know him, Lord God, better than we do. The one that you prepared just for him, Lord, in this time and this season. We lift up each and every person that's incarcerated on this morning. We lift them up to you this morning. Father God, we ask that you touch their hearts on this morning. Father, we ask that you remove the scales from their eyes, Father God. Father God, Father God, we ask that you open up their hearts so they can hear you, Father. Hear you clearly. Hear you speaking to them, Lord God. Hear you, Lord God. See the plans, Lord God, that you have for their lives, Lord God. Let them know that this is not the end for them, Lord. We ask that you strengthen them, Lord God. Give them wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, God, as they are in, in these incarcerated behind these walls, Father God, in isolation, Father. Father, let them hear clearly from you, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we lift up the ones who that have been set free, Father God, out into society. Lord, we, ask, we plead the blood over them right now. We plead the blood over their minds, Lord. We ask that you keep them, Lord God, in perfect peace, Father God. Father God, send those that you ordained for them during this time and this season, Lord God, to guide them, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we ask that you send your missionaries, send your evangelists, God, send your pastors, send the people, Lord God, that have a heart for you and that will have a heart for them, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord God, that will take the time out, Lord God, to listen, to have a listening ear, to guide them, Lord God, to show them, Lord God, in your ways, your truth, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we lift up the leadership, Lord God, that's going through this morning, Lord God. Let them not be weary and well-doing. I pray Psalms 91 over their lives. Lord, I ask that you send, Lord God, the, the aimers, Father God, that will lift up their arms, Lord God, as they're going through, Father God. Father God, we ask that you strengthen them, strengthen their hearts, strengthen their minds, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we ask that you remove everything in their atmosphere that is not of you, Father God. 
every tear down, Lord God, every mouth that's there to tear down, every naysayer, Father God, we ask that you remove it from them right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Go into their hearts, Father God, and remove everything that is not of you in those secret chambers, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, we renounce every ill-spoken word on their life. We renounce every ill-spoken word on their ministry. We renounce every ill-spoken word against their family. Name of Jesus. We speak life over them this morning, life more abundantly. We declare and decree that they shall do all God called them to do. They shall say all God called them to say in this time and this season. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father God, we ask that you send them, Lord God, the ones that serve you in spirit and in truth, the ones that are seeking you in spirit and in truth, the ones that will stand behind their leaders in spirit and in truth, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, we lift up Brother Thomas this morning. Father, we ask for your traveling grace, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, wherever his feet touch, Lord God, we claim it to be blessed. Wherever his hands touch, Lord we proclaim it to be blessed. Wherever his presence will be, we proclaim it to be blessed. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, we know, Lord God, that you're going before him and make every crooked way straight. For you said it in your word, and we're standing on your promises today, Lord God. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we lift up Joanne Watkins, Lord God, and her family, Lord God, that's going through bereavement, God. Lord, we ask that you send those earthly angels, Father God, that will attempt around them. We ask that you send the strength this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we pray Psalm 23 over them uh, in the mighty name of Jesus. Yea, they walk through the valley of the shadow of death. They will fear no evil. Father, we just thank you right now for them. We thank you for the love. We thank you for the grace. We thank you for the comfort, Father God. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father God, just continue to strengthen them, Lord God. Continue to bind them together in the family unit, Father God, like never before, Father God. Continue to strengthen them in love this morning, Father God. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, I just lift up each and every person online today, Lord God. I pray Psalms 91 over their lives, Father God. In the mighty name of Jesus, I declare and decree that we are a blessed people today. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father God, we just want to thank you, Father before I close, I would like to lift up Apostle Rose, Father God, and Bishop Abram. I ask that you just continue to strengthen them, God. Continue to build them up, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Continue to touch their bodies from the crown of their head to the soles of their feet. Father, continuously heal them, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we just want to thank you. In Jesus' precious name, amen and amen. Amen. Amen.
unto the Lord for each and every one of you that uh, thought it not robbery to be on this call this morning, this Friday morning, this faithful Friday morning. To God be all the glory. We do want to thank God for all of those that participated um, on today's call, um, starting out with Sister Banks. We thank you for the word of the day that you gave, which is Faithful Friday. We thank God for Minister Carla, hallelujah, um, for reading our scripture for today and also for taking our prayer request unto the Lord. She did, you know, double impact on today, and we're just so grateful you know, for those of you that gave your prayer request. What a blessing. Amen. What a blessing. It is always a blessing when we can come together. And for all of those of you, we hear you evangelists um, there in New York. God bless you. We thank you. Thank God. Amen. We're so, so thankful for you faithfully being here with us uh, each morning that you can. It's just a wonderful, uh, wonderful thing. I acknowledge all of the callers here Today I see so many um, numbers here um, in the studio, and we're just so grateful, so grateful. I don't see the names, but I recognize the, the states um, that are here, and so we just praise God for you on the on today. We look forward to being back here again even on Monday as we will continue our study in the book of Psalms. We want to invite those of you, then just in case that you don't have a place of worship or perhaps your worship service may start at a later time, we invite you to join us every Sunday morning on uh, Blog Talk Radio beginning at 10 o'clock a.m. Eastern Time. We start off with our School of the Bible, a.k.a. Sunday School, followed by our morning worship service beginning at 11 o'clock a.m. And so we definitely want to invite you all to please come out. You can see any announcements to any services that we may have. Normally I post them on my personal timeline there on Facebook or within um, our website or on our church Facebook page of the Kingdom of God Fellowship Church. Uh, please follow us there for all upcoming events that we uh, will be having. Again, it's just been a wonderful, wonderful day. It's been a glorious day starting it out. So we know that many are preparing to go to work, get your kids to school, uh, run and do errands. We pray God's richest blessings upon you today, safe traveling mercies, um, in all that you have to do this day. So in our closing, I'm going to call Minister Carla to come back and to give us our benediction scripture for today. Amen. Could I say something for a minute? Yes. I just, amen. Yes. While we was praying, amen. And yes. when we finished, I heard the Spirit of the Lord say, but he was speaking in the midst of every storm, and he was speaking peace in the midst mm. of all confusion, for he is, he is the Lord, and there is none like him. He said, I speak peace this morning. I speak peace. I speak peace in the home. I speak peace in the job. I speak peace, says the Lord God Almighty. Amen. Amen. What the Lord said, peace. Bring peace to our hearts and our minds and peace where there is confusion this morning. God said he's speaking peace. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Amen.
For the presence of his glory with exceeding joy to our God, our Savior, who alone is wise, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forever. Amen. God bless you. 